0: Hello, uh, everybody, this is Drew Gretsch. I just want, just before you hear this episode, I would like you all to know that this week's episode of the Mandalorian podcast was recorded Wednesday, May 27th, uh, 2020. So this was um, before all the riots all across the world and everything, and all the protests in defense of George Floyd. Of George Floyd um, you should, uh, I, I will be making an act an official statement, um, I'm gonna be doing the, um, and, and giving the Kid Commentaries Network response to that on next Friday's podcast coming June 12th, which is, uh, Rise of Kylo Ren from Marvel, so I'm excited about that, uh, so I just wanted to let you guys know that, uh, that we, that I will be making an actual statement on the podcast, uh, next Friday when we do record it, um, yeah, so everybody just stay safe out there, uh, please, please, please stay safe, um, don't, no, I, I'm just going to make my statement next week, because it'll... Yeah. Alright. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this statement, and enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mandalorian Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch.
1: And I'm Ivan Sita.
0: Yeah, Ivan is here. Um today's podcast for june 5th june 5th 2020 uh we're we are currently recording this on may 27th so we, so we may talk about some news that hasn't really that may seem a bit outdated to you guys um so yeah yeah um all right so today we are talking about star wars rebels season 2 episodes 1 through 11 uh, this is a good group of episodes, Ivan. Yeah,
1: they're pretty
0: entertaining. Yeah, um, yeah, so we are going to get get into the, uh, Rebels stuff, but first, we have some news, we got some good news and bad news, uh, what do you want to hear first, Ivan? Uh, let's
1: hear the
0: good news. Good news? Alright, well, um, uh, this isn't really, I don't know if you would consider this good news, but, um... Uh, we had the announcement, well, we already got this announcement back in December of the new series Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge, which is kind of like a kid's game show, hosted by Jar Jar Binks actor Ahmed Best. Um,
1: Well, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, this was supposed to debut on Disney Plus, Um, but it's now debuting on the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel um starting June 3rd. I didn't know they had one. Yeah, that was yeah, they do some so they yeah, they they do some like an, an animation stuff on there. I've I've checked uh, it out a few times. There it's, it's nothing huge. Um but the animation like they they like an anime style thing. Um and that's cool. So uh yeah, the first two episodes are out right now. Uh they were released on June 3rd. Um and this is a weekly series. So you got the first episode out now. Uh and we don't I'm just, okay, it's a 10 episode series. Um Yeah. So the the trailer's out now. We aren't going to play the trailer cuz I don't feel like it's that important. Uh but this is cool. This is cool. I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch this like the first two episodes then I'll maybe might may just wait wait a bit. Uh I don't know. Um this is cool though this is really cool um so now for some sad news sad news um it's officially announced that the high republic has been delayed due to the covid19 pandemic um yeah so if you guys remember the high republic stuff we talked about this a few months back um this is the New. So if you guys remember, back from like the early 2000s, there was a whole group of books and comics and video games uh, about the Old Republic. And those were huge. Those were huge. Uh, so Disney is kind of rebooting this with the High Republic series. Um, it was supposed to come out in August. So, The series was supposed to start in August. It's now starting on January 5th, 2021. Uh, with... Charles Soule's adult novel, Star Wars, The High Republic, Light of the Jedi, which I'm definitely going to read, and Justina Ireland's middle grade novel, Star Wars, The High Republic, A Test of Courage. I'm um, probably not going to read the middle grade one. Um, so those are both coming out on, on January 5th. Claudia Gray. Claudia Gray is an outstanding Star Wars author. She wrote some of the best books for Star Wars. She wrote Master and Apprentice, which is my favorite. She wrote, uh, Lost Stars, which is, it's, it's on my shelf, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I've heard it's, I've, I've heard nothing but um, outstanding things about that book. Um, yeah, so her book, Into the Dark, for High Republic, is going to be released on February 2nd. Um, yeah, so the, uh, comic series are delayed, but we do not yet have an official release date for those. Um all right. yeah, so those are being delayed like five months. Um, honestly, I'm not too sad about this. I mean, we still got Mandalorian in October. We know that's not gonna be delayed, which I'm super excited for. Um I'm super excited for Mandalorian to come back. Um Yeah. Yeah yeah, so that's really all news right now. Um Well other than Uh, some kind of Star Wars slash Marvel news Uh, solo actress Erin Kellyman. She played Enfys Nest in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Uh, She is rumored to have joined the cast for The Falcon and The Winter Soldier.
1: Hmm, that seems interesting.
0: Yeah. um, You know, we didn't really get to see her a ton in Solo, i think she had like a few scenes uh i i thought she did a great job in those scenes um but i i'm looking at her imdb right now that's all i've seen her in um but she did a good job she did a good job in solo um and if that's true i mean that's just 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 a rumor right now um that that is exciting uh also along those lines a few months ago it was announced that um Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker actor Richard E. Grant. He played, uh... Who was the character? It was, um... O-O legion Gen- Gen- General Pride. Remember him? Yvonne. Not really. Okay, uh... Look him up, R- Richard E. Grant. Uh, it was announced that he is joining the cast of Loki in 2021. Uh, he did an outstanding job in Rise of Skywalker. He, he is... One of my favorite parts of that movie, uh, and, and and I am excited to see what role he has to play in with uh, the God of mischief mm. So, uh, are you looking at his his picture, Navon? Yeah,
1: I'm looking at his picture. It's just still not ringing a
0: bell. All right. Uh, he was the guy that killed Hawks. Well, now that makes more
1: sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he was a gr- he was a great part of Rise of Skywalker, um, and I, I I am excited to see what he does with Loki next spring. All right, so moving on to the big part of this podcast episode, Star Wars Rebels season two, episodes one through in the first half of season two. Um, all right, so we're gonna go through the episodes first, and we'll give you the synopsis and our review for each episode. So, uh. Episode 1 The Siege of Mandalor The Siege of Lothal Part 1 Episode 2 The Siege of Mandalor Part 2 Episode 3 The Lost Commanders Episode 4 Re- Relics of the Old Republic Episode 5 Always Two There Are Episode 6 Brothers of the Broken Horn Episode 7 Wings of the Master Episode 8 Blood Sisters Episode 9 Stealth Strike Episode 10 The Future of the Force and episode 11, Legacy. So going back to um, Siege of Lethal, part one. The crew returns to Lethal where Vader awaits. Um, this these first two episodes, we're just gonna talk about it, talk about both parts at once. So episodes one and two, um, Siege of Lethal, were the I remember being in like going going into fourth grade um, watching these episodes, like, in the middle of June, because these episodes were released early, um, and I was just so excited, there was more Star Wars content out there to absorb, and then, like, I remember, like, every day for the rest of that summer, I was like, is episode three out, is episode three out, because I just wanted to get more Rebels so bad, um, yeah, I, I, So, I think we're going to get in, like, spoilers now. We're going to get in some spoilers now. Um, If you have not seen Star Wars Rebels, it's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Go watch it. It's it's a good show. It's a good show. Um, I really love the moment at the end of this episode where Vader is in his TIE Fighter, and he's attacking the Ghost, the Rebel ship, the, the Rebel convoy. And Ahsoka senses him. And Vader senses Ahsoka.
1: Yeah, that was a very intense moment.
0: And what Vader says, he says, The apprentice lives. The apprentice lives. Um, now, Ahsoka's return was done by the fans. Because fans, for like two years, after the... After season five of Clone Wars, just using the hashtag Ahsoka Lives. Ahsoka Lives. Then we got her in the season one finale of Rebels. Um, And then you know she came back again in season four. We got Clone Wars season seven. Uh, You know Ahsoka. Spoilers. Like if you guys are watching along with us, you might want to skip forward like 30 seconds because we're gonna spoil the end of season two now. But you know at the end of of season two, Ahsoka dies. Ah Ahsoka dies. But yeah,
1: then, we barely even get to see her that much until, because she only shows up when things are, like, getting intense.
0: Yeah, uh, but, you know, she comes back, she comes back in, uh, the, like, the season, in, like, the series finale, or, like, a few episodes before it, um, yeah, so, it was, yeah, you know, now, uh, we're getting, uh, Ro- Ro- Rosario Dawson's gonna play Ahsoka in Mandalorian Season 2, and then that's gonna be spun off into its own Ahsoka live-action series, Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens from there. I'm, I'm super excited. Like, the future of Star Wars television is just, we're getting so much, we're getting so much, and I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm just so excited for what's coming next with Star Wars television. Um, and now, episode three, The Lost Commanders. Ahsoka sends the rebel crew to recruit Captain Rex. Um, I remember being like ten years old, or about like I think it was like about to turn ten years old, seeing this episode when it aired, not knowing that Rex was coming back. I was so excited.
1: I mean, I thought the episode was really good because they introduced him like he showed him when they were retired, still had that fighting spirit.
0: Yeah. This this does show some contradictions with oh this was the first time we got the name dropped for Siege of Mandalore yeah this was this was the episode when we knew that there was more Clone Wars to tell we knew there was more because uh you know it was like wait Ahsoka came back for the for the Jedi um yeah um this also had a few contradictions with season seven of Clone Wars though. Um, which, you know, I, I can headcanon when Rex says, you know, that he didn't turn on his Jedi. While that's true, Ahsoka did survive, um, he almost killed her though, but we, I mean, the, the last two episodes of Clone Wars were just so beautifully executed and shot, like, no, no pun intended, um, but... You know, like, just seeing the animation of Rex knowing that he had to kill Ahsoka. And then him yeah, not doing it. was doing very it. emotional. It was so emotional. It was so good. It was so, so good. Um, we got to, you know, but, like, he he when he's holding the blasters on her and he's like, stay back, stay back. I, I, because he wants her to get away, but he knows that he can't let her. And I, I've, I've. I feel like we 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 should move on because then we'll just spend the, the entire time talking about Siege of Mandalore. But yeah, um, you know, but you know, let's be honest. Like, do you really think that Rex would have told Kane? Like, Kane was was ready to kill all three of them right there. Yeah. Um, and I do think it made sense that he didn't tell Kane that he was about that he did turn on his Jedi, but that um, he stayed alive. Uh, we still don't know how Rex got gregor and wolf
1: that's still a mystery
0: um i i want to see that story i i I think that you know seeing like i mean there are so many possibilities for like spin-offs of clone wars now like we could see like um i I feel like it's pretty much confirmed i mean there aren't even rumors about this but i pretty sure we're, we're gonna get at some point in the next few years, like, a Darth Maul animated series that, um, you know, that shows him in between yeah. Clone Wars and, uh, well, I should say in, in, between, uh, well, in between Clone Wars and Solo and bridging the gap between Solo and, 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 Rebels, um, I think that'd be really cool to see, you know, there are also reports now that we're getting to see, that we're gonna see, um, Ahsoka, Andor, or anakin skywalker in the obi-wan kenobi series for disney plus mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so uh there is another episode in this kind of two-part arc which i i, I kind of feel like we already talked about a ton um which is re- 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 relics of the Old public really all i have to say about this episode was just the end the last thing this episode when ahsoka and rex get their reunion um and uh, are, are we supposed to assume that this is the first time that they've seen each other since they crash la- landed on the uh uh cruiser
1: i mean probably not cause i mean honestly they could have traveled together for a while but they probably went their separate ways when rex found the other two clones
0: yeah I, I think that if if we got like a Rex series on Disney Plus or a like a comic series or things, I I, I I do think we're gonna get something. I think we're gonna, we're gonna get something along the lines of a Disney Plus show or may may maybe like a limited comic series about Rex. And I think you know like either at the end like the first issue or the end of the first episode, we're gonna see Ahsoka and Rex. You know go on their separate ways but we, we get to see that co- continuity between that and the um ahsoka book which i i want to see um yeah so now episode five always two there are crew members facing inquisitors on a salvage run I'm, I'm i'm being completely honest i i have no ra- ra- recollection of this ep- of this episode whatsoever
1: I do, but the only reason I actually I do is because well, they introduced the sister. I don't. I think it was the seventh. No, the sixth sister.
0: It's the seventh sister, and the fifth brother. Uh, well, they introduced yeah. the both of them, and there was still rivalry between
1: them to get to the rank of Grand Inquisitor.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, the majority, and and I'm checking IMDb right now for their synopsis. Uh, Ezra, Sabine, Zeb, and Chopper travel to an abandoned medical station. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm l- l- looking at the pictures for this episode, like, trying to just remember what happened, and I- I'm sorry, I, I, I don't remember this episode at all. Um, yeah, so there's that. Alright, this was a good episode we're about to get to right here. Episode 6, Brothers of the Broken Horn. Ezra and Chopper join Hondo Onaka on an adventure.
1: That was a pretty, like, goofy episode. Basically just from showed the roots of Hondo.
0: Yeah, I get to, you get to see what he did after Clone Wars Say, This is the first time we've seen him since he... since, since like, the Padawan arc.
1: Yeah, I, that was really the last time we ever saw him.
0: Yeah, then we saw him here, he, and he does make a few more appearances throughout the series. Um, yeah, it, it's always so good to see, like, Rebels and just, like, show that it is a sequel to Clone Wars. And, you know, you can watch this episode, like, if with you can watch the show without ha- having seen Clone Wars, and you'll, you'll be fine for, for the most part. But there are a few, like, nods and references in there that you gotta have to watch Homers wars for and you know now that like they're all on disney plus it, it's so easy just to go through and just watch both shows and mandalorian also because now it seems like with the um lasting the mandalorian season one that it is going to connect much more to the F- Filoniverse um mm-hmm. so i'm excited for that all right episode seven wings of the master hera acquires a ship to break an imperial blockade Um, this episode was where they introduced the B-Wing they introduced the B-Wing which uh, we obviously see again in Return of the Jedi we see it um, also in Rise of Skywalker Uh, and it was cool to see where it came from it was cool to see that Um, yeah
1: Yeah, but the only thing is like it's kind of weird that the person who made the ship doesn't fly or pilot
0: any ships at all is it though? I mean, I I make the podcasts. I mean that I, I I go and listen to each and every one. Good point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I do see where you're coming from. I mean, but also remember, it's like he knew that he was a great engineer, but maybe not as good of a pilot. And the whole thing with the planet's atmosphere was that, like, if it can fly here, it can fly anywhere. because it's super hard to fly here. Um, and you know, Hera's an outstanding pilot. Um. And yeah, yeah, um, I just, like, so we know that they have these even before Rogue One. These exist before Rogue One. So where are they in A New Hope and Empire?
1: Honestly, I think it's just, well, since they were there. Have you noticed how basically every movie in Star Wars and the Skywalker saga is just like every series after that or any spin-off movie? It's like, either telling the story of one ship, or telling the story of a group of clones.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and I- I think that's where, uh, stories like Rogue One and Mandalorian and to a much lesser extent Resistance thrive, because those are shows, and, I mean, Rogue One did really just lead right into A New Hope, but, like, you, the only real character that we recognize in Rogue One is Leia, and she's only there for the last like five seconds of the movie. And, you know, yeah. Vader has has a few scenes, but I mean, that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. That's how I you know the universe Vader works. I the
1: That's the best part. Oh
0: my God, it's it was so funny. And his and his, his whole like hallway fight at the end of the movie. Yeah,
1: that was great. He's just going great.
0: at it. Oh, dude, that was that was a that's a great scene. Um yeah um but you know mandalorian we there's really this is the first time that there's a character that there's an entire season and and uh and you know that this isn't gonna happen in season two but the entire first season there we do not see any familiar characters every character is brand new
1: yeah, we don't see Princess Leia until season two, when the when she's bringing in the more freighter ships.
0: No, uh, I'm talking about Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, they're just trying to introduce a whole new area.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we saw what I think we're, we we're supposed to assume are the boots of Boba Fett. But really, other than that, I mean, I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to like prove myself wrong. It's it's all new characters. It's all new characters in Mandalorian. I mean, we you know, we're getting Ahsoka in Season 2. We're getting Bo-Katan. Um, there are rumors that, that we're going to see, see the Boba Fett armor. And it seems like there's going to be, like, a subplot. Because I, I don't think we actually talked about this. But um, we, we haven't talked about this because haven't, we haven't recorded a podcast in a while uh, for this show. But there's another actor that's going to... We're getting a little subplot with Season 2 of Mandalorian where... Um, you know, we're gonna see one actor, and and, and I'm on IMDb right now. I'm I'm looking for his name. Um, but we're gonna see, uh, who is it? Who is it? Um, sorry guys, just give me one second. Scroll. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna see, um, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant? I don't know. I'm probably just. Butchering his name. We're going to see him wear the Boba Fett armor. But... tomorrow Morrison is going to play Boba Fett. So we're going to get that subplot in Season 2. It's going to be introduced in, like, I think the last few episodes. And then... Play a bigger role in Season 3. Of, you know... Who is Boba Fett. You know, we can see Boba... I think, think it could be really cool to see an episode where... Bulba is trying to get his armor back Yeah, set that up for a future storyline like I I think that would be just be so cool to see in in the spin-off And that's what I want to see. I want to see a story that Does of course tie in with the main, you know with 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 the main like Skywalker saga and the other movies But then to also get to see These other other stories that unfold that could potentially um be referenced or be the setup for a, a movie in the future and, th- and that's what i i really like with you know like this whole idea of like a cinematic universe mm-hmm. um you know um i really I, I i love that you know we're about to see that in the mcu with with wandavision we're gonna see um, you know, WandaVision's gonna end with, with- I mean, just my theory, so possible spoilers, but I think WandaVision's gonna end with, like, a huge, huge cliffhanger. And we're gonna have that hang over our heads for over a year until Doctor Strange 2 comes out. Um, alright, so, Episode 8, Blood Sisters. Sabine confronts an old friend while on a mission. Where I think- that the star wars animated shows succeed where a lot of other animated shows fail is it's this it is it's always setting up something else
1: yeah that's that does give it more continuity Mm -hmm. because there's such a big galaxy like you could do a story of basically somebody in the background of the scene where Obi-Wan Kenobi's just in the bar, somebody just in the background, that could be an entire series.
0: Yeah, you know, we actually had the announcement of a Cantina movie that was coming in like a few years, um, then, you know, just nobody went to go see Solo because Deadpool 2 and Avengers Infinity War and Last Jedi wasn't good, um... Of course this is not the only reason we will talk about that in our solo review episode in a few months but um you know we there were so many um, amazing stories we were gonna get you know the boba fett mo- movie was gonna happen we were get, getting a kenobi movie which obviously you know was expanded into a into the disney plus series um you know we, we were gonna get i'm trying to think what else you know the ryan johnson trilogy the bending off and weiss trilogy um so much so much now we got the announcement of the kevin feige film and the taika waititi movie and i i am excited to see where we go with those and this and just to bring it all back this episode in i mean back in season one there was just that kind of one-off line where Hera told Sabine, you know, she was like, and I I know you, you don't like to talk about your past. That wasn't paid off until almost two years later. Yeah. When we got, you know, just the actual, like, revelation of, of where Sabine comes from, we get it a little bit here when we find out she was with the Imperial Academy. She was going to become, like, a stormtrooper. Um, mm-hmm. and... I really like that I think that was a really cool concept and you no know, Sabina's is my favorite character in this show um and you know cuz just cuz she, she really is just the most complex character in this entire series she, she really is um
1: are there are characters on the scout troopers
0: you, you love the scout troopers it's so funny it's so they funny. They just get
1: knocked off their bikes, that's
0: why. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's really good. It's, it's really good. Alright. Episode 9, Stealth Strike. Kanan and Rex disguise as stormtroopers for a rescue. This is a really good episode. Really, really good episode. Where, excuse me, where uh, Sat- where Commander Sato and Ezra are captured and Rex and Kanan have to, like, overcome their differences to rescue, uh, the, the leader of the rebel cause. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think that was, this was a really, really good episode, and this is the episode where Kanan and Rex, like, overcome their differences, and, you know, there's a, there's, like, a line in this episode from Ezra about, you know, like, about how much rex and kanan argue and fight all the time and i really don't feel like we got that we got that of course in episodes three and four and then you know the first half of, of episode nine but other than that i don't really feel as though we got as if like i mean obviously there, were, there could have been stuff like off screen but uh, i don't really feel as though they are there, like how much they disagreed I, I, I just kind of feel like with what we saw, Ezra was, like, exaggerating a bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in this episode it was so funny when, like, they're, like, dressed as stormtroopers and they're tr- trying to save Ezra. And then he sees Ezra them.
1: Ezra saves himself.
0: And he, like, and he, likes st- and he shoots at them. And he, like, That's stuns them. I and write. then he's like, oh, you guys were so brave. You were so brave. And then, like, Chopper just, like, shows him the video, like, on a loop.
1: Chopper is my favorite droid Robert from is now
0: on. so funny. Chopper is such a fun character. Cuz
1: like he has personality. He does. For a droid. He, does, like, he yeah. has enormous personality.
0: Yeah, and and even in the movies, like if you can like K2SO. K2 is so funny in Rogue One. Um and and we can tell from R2's responses and some of Luke's lines in the last Jedi about like, you know, R2 is, you know, he's 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 got some vocabulary. He got some vocabulary, uh, um, his databanks. Um, -hmm. yeah. So, I think we're getting into, like, these last two episodes of this half season, which I adore. I love these last two episodes. So, episode 10, The Future of the Force. Kanan and Ezra protect an infant from the Inquisitors. Um, it kind of seems, like, we talked about this back in, I think, February... I think we talked about this um talk about this episode of clone wars it's like the season two first three episodes first three or four episodes where you know rex is or not rex i should say uh, i don't even know why i said rex uh cad bane steals the holocron he's going after all these four sensitive kids and it's that was a, a really good arc and obviously I yeah, in Clone Wars, it was so dark. Like, I, I remember, like, getting scared when I was, like, 9 years old, 8 years old with those episodes. And, you know, just, you know, like, watching this show after Clone Wars ends, it really... This season, like, especially this season, really feels like a season 9 of Clone Wars. You know? It, yeah. it, it's like, the time jump between season 7 and 8, they, like, jumped, like, 15 years. And then now we're getting... Um, you know, now we're getting back to what we'd gotten with Clone Wars, and it's really good. It's really good to see how, you know, the Emperor was kind of, how how he was, like, still, like, manipulating the, how, how he was, like, still tr- trying to get more Inquisitors so that the Jedi Order couldn't rebuild. Um, and I thought that was really cool. That was really, really cool to see. Yeah. Um... Episode 11, last episode we are talking about, my favorite of this group. Episode 11, Legacy. Ezra returns to Lothal in search of his parents. Um, a show like this, where it's clearly meant for kids. To have me start to, like, tear up when Ezra's, like, remembering what his parents told him about always, like, rising up for the galaxy. That really got me. That really got me. And yeah, that
1: was an intense moment.
0: Oh, it was so good. It was so so good. And I am excited to see you know just like rewatching this show now. I'm excited to see what you know uh what Riker does because we know that he was a friend of Ezra's parents, and I'm excited to see. What happens with him throughout the rest of the series? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I thought this episode was really just a maturing episode for Ezra. This yeah. episode was such a huge part of his hero's journey, which you know, just the classic hero's journey where you know, where it's like every single story uh, has the same overall structure. Every uh-huh. story has the same overall structure. Um, and I'm sure we'll end up talking about this a lot later, but I don't feel as the and not, I, I, I don't want to get, get into the whole, like, Rey and Captain Marvel thing right now, but, um, no, we'll, we'll, we'll say that for, for the next episode of Mandalorian Unscripted, um, cause I, I just, I just want to take, take this out on a high note, um, any other thoughts on this, like, half season, Ivan?
1: no not really aside from it starts to like really get into a show with the lore
0: yeah it, this these shows do a great job with like drawing on you know like you talk about like the marvel stuff when like there were a whole bunch of references from the comics and i'll go back and think like well how could you could, could you really do that with star wars you bring in elements from you know like in, in rise of skywalker and babu frick's workshop you have got like a battle droid sitting there just stuff like that stuff that really just helps to like show that yeah this is all in the same universe it's, it's all connected and i i really love that i i really love that aspect of it and i am excited to see you know i kind of hope that Star Wars does what DC is doing right now you know DC the last 3 movies movie the last three out of their four movies have been really really good really good we got well i guess four out of the last five because wonder woman and aquaman and shazam and joker were really really good and I-, I heard birds of prey was good too i haven't seen that one yet uh and suicides er, sorry not suicide squad and J- judge just wasn't that good but what it seems like dc is doing now is they're taking the best of what worked and they're continuing that. Um, yeah. I hope that Star Wars can do that, too. I, I, I really hope that Star Wars can take the best of what they've done. And if that means, like, just do do, do spin-offs, I, I'm totally fine with that. I, I'm totally fine if we just, if, if the Mandalorian just, like, went for a few more seasons. Um and obviously it would be sad, because that means that the podcast wouldn't be, you know, as frequent as it is now, but that, and I, I'd be fine if that was, like, the, the only Star Wars content we got outside of a few books and comics, um, but, yeah, I, I hope that, you know, like, and, and I'm just really glad that I'm, like, enjoying this show right now, um, and I'm excited to keep wa- wa- watching the rest of it, do you have any- anything else to say, Yvonne?
1: I mean, the way that they've done Star Wars, it's like, they put little easter eggs, and they do show this that this whole thing is connected, Yeah, and it's basically one family screwing the whole galaxy, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, and I, it's still, like, kind of hard to believe that these, all these things are happening at the same time, mm-hmm. well, not, or, at least in a decent time.
0: Yeah, in the course of, like, 60 or 70 years.
1: Yeah, and that's a lot of stuff to happen. That's basically like World War One and World War Two happening within 20 years. That's
0: yeah, you know, like people are like, it's kind of like un- unrealistic that like Star Wars takes place, you know, like in the course of like seven like s- s- 65 years. It's really not though, because you know we had had World War One, and like 20 year years la- later we had had World War Two. And then, like fifteen or twenty years after the end, end of World War Two, Vietnam happened. Um, yeah. And I really feel like each trilogy has reflected kind of that model so well, so well with you know like the prequels being kind of like World War One, um, and you know the original. Tr- trilogy is very much like kind of like a world war ii type story and then the sequel trilogy you know not 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 to get too too, too much into politics here but you know like uh in the new republic a lot of people didn't feel as though the first order was that much of a threat and then you know it it was the same way with like kind like you know there were, were a lot of americans that and didn't feel like we had to be in Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, and I'm we aren't going to give our takes on that cuz this we don't want to get all po- political and, and and everything, but um I think in that sense that really does keep Star Wars grounded of, you know, and and obviously you no know, it it it's it, it's a movie about wizards and um, with Space with, Wizards with, you know, space wizards with magic swords. Um so, obviously, it's the furthest thing from Grounded. It's the furthest thing from Grounded.
1: They literally go into space.
0: Yeah, hey, hey. Avengers Infinity War, the fourth... The Avengers Infinity War is, like, the fifth highest grossing movie of all time, I think. Or it's, like, the fourth... Is that four or five? I don't remember if it passed Force Awakens. But... Um... It was, um... But... The... Like, a huge subplot of Infinity War is about a pirate angel, a talking raccoon, and an adolescent tree. Oh my god. And that's what's so great about what... About, like, what... I'm not even sure what I'm trying to say. Just, like, how many vast universes there are, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: To say that you can have... Like, to say that, like a movie like that and a movie like joker still falling into the same kind of like base on a comic uh, obviously like joker is the furthest thing from a superhero movie um but just to have something like that is so so cool just to be like just like just show how many were like there is literally now like a movie in the mcu for everyone yeah there really is like if you want like a political thriller, you can watch Black Panther. If 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 you want to go to a funeral, you can watch Avengers Infinity War. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. If 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 you want a full like spy thriller, if you want a spy thriller like that, you uh, we got The Winter S- Soldier and Black Widow's about to come out. Um and, and I think that's so great with everything that they're doing it and i hope star wars is like that too i hope star wars ends up like that um so we are running a little bit long here we are at 40 minutes um so i think it's time time to wrap it up um yeah uh so we are the mandalorian podcast find us on instagram at kid commentaries network make sure to to check out our website kid commentaries network.com um if you want to send us your feedback you can do it, you can do so, uh, podcast at gmail.com, or, um, by using, or, uh, DM us on Instagram, at Kid Commentaries Network, just, excuse me, just make sure you specify which podcast it's for. Um, yeah, so we've got, to give this announcement again, Dalek Radio, coming out in a few weeks. Um, Owen Gretsch's new Doctor Who podcast, we got the first few episodes recorded, hopefully, we had, we did have a few problems with HBO Max, I mean, because as a recording, HBO Max did launch today, May 27th, um, so hopefully, hopefully, um, we can get everything good and settled and all of it, um, all that good stuff, um, by... Hopefully, mid-July, this podcast goes live. We got the first few episodes recorded now, hopefully. Um, yeah, make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Those always help us get more listeners, and we always read them whenever we get them. So let me just check right now if we've got any new... Nope, no new five-star reviews. Uh, so leave those. We, we, we love them. We love to hear them, read them on the show. And honestly, they do make us want to keep... I mean, like. Producing these podcasts. So, yeah. Th- thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Drew gretch
1: And I'm Yvonne
0: Cedar. Uh, and may the force be with you.